What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday on Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. We have here today a uh, special guest for Guest Friday, my good friend, Sean Montgomery. Sean's here uh, to talk about the Bruins. Uh, Sean, what's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, what were we talking about? The Bees? Number Bees, one team in the league? Number one team in the league, yeah. <laughs> a lot to brag about today, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's, that's how it looks as... We record today. Bruins are uh, seventeen and two, currently the uh, best team in the league. And uh, Sean, it's probably been a just a dream start for this team so far. Yeah, I think uh, we talked about this in the summer, and I think the expectations were kind of like you know, you know, the core is getting older. We hope that they have a little push, but we weren't expecting much, and this has just surpassed everything that I thought was going to happen. So I think you had similar feelings as well, and it's been very enjoyable watching this team for sure oh yeah you know it's i think beyond anyone's wildest dreams that they would win you know 17 of their first 19 you know i always had i always had a feeling that they would come out of the gate strong with you know the coaching change playing a different way but i mean this is this is ridiculous this is like you know everything is working well you know there's really nothing negative that has gone on with the team on the ice i should say yeah um you know the goaltending's been unbelievable all has been great yep. you know the defensemen are doing their job they're getting involved offensively and the bruins are getting balanced scoring as well you know not just relying on the same three or four guys to get points yeah and i think one of the one of the biggest things that we always talked about like just texting back and forth after games it's always like mm-hmm. Oh, the, it's the perfection line, or it's it's just, you know, Pasta who's scoring, or just this person who's scoring, one of the, you know, top six guys. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing, like, now, I mean, I'm not Sweeney's biggest fan, but, you know, <laughs> Felino's now chipping in a little bit more. Even, like, Frederick's been playing, like, a lot better. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. They, you know, there's just production everywhere. Like, the signings have been great. I, I'm a big Greer fan. I love him. Zaka's been he's been awesome too so definitely balanced scoring I think has been like the overall you know just final piece to this puzzle that is like okay we've had a solid core and now it's like Mm -hmm. you get that depth scoring it's like how how are they I don't see them losing yeah you know too often this year because Mm -hmm. it's like everyone in the lineup shows up every single night and plays right the right way and produces as well Mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely a recipe for success, and I think they've been capitalizing on every single opportunity they've had. So mm-hmm. it's been awesome so far. Yeah, and I think that that was kind of one of the complaints after the Bruins got eliminated in the playoffs last year was they weren't able to capitalize on their chances. You know, they were they were getting chances, they just weren't capitalizing, and it seems like now they are. You know, to this point in the season, nineteen games in, um, but as you said, you know the guys that they brought in in the offseason have fit in seamlessly you know zaka has been really good Greer's been fun I mean he's been a really fun guy to watch yeah, for sure you know sure. and he's not just the guy that you know he's gonna hit people and get into fights he actually can produce yeah I mean he was I, I think he was a second round pick right um, yeah so he was and he was uh, he had a rough I know he left BU mm-hmm. and then went up to the uh the queue for a little bit mm-hmm. and so he had kind of like bouncing around and stuff and mm-hmm. now it seems like having this kind of solid home he, he obviously like loves boston so yeah that's a huge i think that's always a huge factor that i mm-hmm. think as fans sometimes it's easy to to you know see players on the ice but there's you know there's a there is an off ice 
element to every single mm-hmm. it's like where you're living there like you're on the ice playing games but that's only right. a few hours of the week and it's like you have to really love the city love the people around there and that just helps your on ice performance and i think someone who comes in wants to wear the sweater wants to be on the team and, and you know work every night to make the lineup that's mm-hmm. what what else can you ask for and now producing yeah. as well it's like totally totally just a great situation for him so yeah he's been killing it i i love him I, yeah you know i said it in the beginning of the year i was like i hope when he was out of the, he got scratched i think a couple of games uh mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year and he's like a little bit in and out and i was like i hope that this doesn't do anything to him and he's just each game he gets put in the lineup it's like he makes an impact so yeah uh he's been he's been really awesome so he's one of the surprises that i've been like this guy has just been killing it mm-hmm. and it's it's very enjoyable to watch yeah yeah and you know also just further on Zaka, you know, he's a guy that I feel like they've been able to put him in a, mm-hmm. a couple of different situations, yep. Yep. you know, open the season on the first line with Bergeron, yep. has played a little bit with Krejci and Pasternak, and, you know, I think currently playing with Coyle on the third line, yep. which is probably where he'll be for most of the season, but yeah. he's been able to produce wherever he's been, and I think having a guy like that is huge because... You know, you kind of don't know how much longer Bergeron and Krejci are going to play. You want to have someone like Zaka who's, you know, younger, can play that center position. So he's been really good. You know, Felino to me, is almost like a off-season acquisition because it's yeah. like he is a completely different player than totally he was different. last year. Totally different. I think <clears throat> I think one of my biggest things in the off-season, I was just so mad that it's like we, we bring this guy in and it's like, you know, he's not getting paid crazy money, but... It's just the money he was getting paid, like, last year he just didn't live up to it. And right. it's just, like, I and I was big on, like, you know, he's older. There's no real reason for him to be on the team. Some mm-hmm. of these younger guys, especially, like, the guys who did really well in, in the preseason. I know we talked about McLaughlin a lot. Right. Who was killing it. And, you know, I, I didn't think that, you know, Lysel was necessarily ready for the NHL this year. Mm-hmm. At least right right away. But mm-hmm. still, I was, like, at it's you might as well throw some guys in there at least at first, see how they do compared to Felino. And now it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's making me eat my words, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm super glad that he's looking like the player he used to be at least. And he's, you know, and he's at least you're seeing like, I think last year you could just see him fighting it on the ice every single time he was out there. It was mm-hmm. like almost, he's thinking too much. And now it's like he's making plays and it's more fluid. It's just yeah. like a natural instinct for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was on that, um, uh, who had their first goal? It was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about? I forget. Uh, I think so. A, he's a HL guy as well, but he yeah, pulled up La- and Lapko. La- yeah, 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 yeah. And he pulled yes. up and made like a really nice pass to him. It's like okay, there's some, there's the hockey IQ that we've been waiting for and mm-hmm. that we know that he has, and it's like okay, he's feeling it again at least a little bit. So yeah, he's uh he's definitely been you know, totally different player, like you said, yeah. totally different. Yeah, it's it's amazing what we've seen from him. And I think, you know, when he was talking, like, before the season started, you know, talked about, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling healthy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of us were, like, not really sure. I mean, not that we didn't believe it, but it was like, okay, we kind of want to see the prove production, not yeah, prove it on yeah, the ice. Yeah. And he has. You know, he has four goals and seven assists this season after having two goals and 11 assists the entire year last year. So, you know, a guy who I think in theory could score 30 or 40 points this season, which, you know, would be an unbelievable addition to, you know, what the Bruins already have. Yeah, you're Um, getting that from your bottom six, and it's like, that's way more than 
you know, that's way more than I expected from him. And mm-hmm. like you said, already has more goals and he's creeping up on how many assists he had in the yeah. entire year last yeah. year. And it's like, it's, pretty it's remarkable. also, I, I think a lot, you said in the beginning, like the coaching change. And mm-hmm. one of the things with, like, I, I think, you know, I think Cassidy was a, was a good coach and yeah. I don't think he was, absolutely. you know, I, I didn't think he was necessarily the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't think this start is just because him, uh, just because the coaching changed, but yeah. he really did play like the first line and even like the second line, you would just run them. It was, you could mm-hmm. just tell that it was just like, he was playing them a lot more. And this seems like it's a little bit more balanced. At least they're putting, you know, some of these bottom six guys out with a chance to actually do something. And, mm-hmm. and so I think, you know, a little bit extra ice time, a little bit extra um, kind of touches for him and done wonders, which is, which is awesome, which is awesome. Glad to see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that having the, the, the change in, in coaching style, I think from like kind of the defensive perspective yeah. where the Bruins are wanting to keep things or but pushing, pushing things forward, you know, having guys like Clifton and Lindholm mm-hmm. carry the puck further into the neutral zone or into the offensive zone, I think has really helped them kind of play at a quicker pace. And I think that's playing to the strength of a bunch of different guys. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, a lot of it, you mentioned like Clifton again too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys, it's like, you know, the, I, I forget, I forget who said it on the Bruins, but they were like, we have the defensive, the defensive scheme is basically similar to what Cassidy was doing. They're like, mm-hmm. we're just now picking our spots a lot better offensively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are taking the chances and, and this, then they've been taking the chances correctly and not giving up that D zone structure for mm-hmm. the chances and instead, you know, letting it come naturally. And I think that that's every single player you can see has like this confidence when they're carrying the pockets. Mm-hmm. And it, it's even when they go down, there's, there's been multiple games this year where they've been down or the, it seems like, you know, Okay, this maybe this streak is coming to an end. Maybe mm-hmm. this is not going to be. This is what is happening, and they still just battle back. And it's like yeah. they're still playing defensively. They're still taking the right chances. Mm-hmm. They know when to take those chances, and everyone's just playing with so much confidence right now. It's great to see. Yeah, yeah. You know, it makes you feel like they're never out of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, they can also, you know, win games and find ways to win even when they're not playing their yeah. best. Yeah. You know, I think you look at that Buffalo game maybe a yes. week and a half ago yeah, that yeah. they played where it was like okay, they clearly do not have their A game or even their B game. And so it's like, okay, how do you find ways to win? And they were able to, you know, there have been, I think, countless other games where they've not played great, you know, to open the game. You know, I think uh, Monday night in Tampa Bay was another example where they kind of just looked a little shell-shocked, but they were able to, you know, regain their composure, tie the game, and then, you know, took the game over in the second period. So... You know, yeah, I think as as you said, they're playing with a lot of confidence, which is great. Um, you know, someone like Hampus Lindholm is playing out of his mind. You know, I yeah. knew that he was a good hockey player in Anaheim. I did not think he was, you know, point per game good. He has 18 points yep. in 19 games, you know, which is just <clears throat> ridiculous. And it's, Second on the team right now, right? Yeah. Like and it's, I think, allowed the Bruins to feel confident that, okay, you have this guy that's been playing at such a high level that, when McAvoy came back, it was like you're just kind of adding to an already ridiculous one A and one B type exactly. situation, which is very, very. I, was, I mean, yeah, it, like I, I we were talking about um, sort of some of the shortcomings in the playoffs, and I think mm-hmm. it was because like teams would, you know, you have seven game series against 
against teams and it's like you know they start shutting down one line they start really focused on shutting you down one line i think it was carolina um uh mm. two years ago right uh, last year last year yeah. last year and it was just like they were they shut down the the first line and it's like then there was nothing else. It, it looked like they were defeated. Yeah. It was like the game was over. They mm-hmm. they were real. They were playing McAvoy extremely hard, like hitting him, playing physical on him. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, well, there's they can't do that to every single player on the team. Right. So now it's like spreading out that talent, that depth in there, and mm-hmm. it's like that's like the recipe to win. Yeah. And you look at every team that wins the cup. Yeah. It's like they're just their third line. It's it's always the third line that that wins cups. I that I truly believe that. And mm-hmm. you look at it, and it's just like just the timely scoring from a third liner or timely scoring from a defenseman mm-hmm. who's not, you know, their number one guy. And it's yeah. like, okay, that makes the difference against other teams because you mm-hmm. can shut down, you can shut down one line. It's, you can get three other players on, on a team to play defensively against them, not give up opportunities, but they're not going to score. But then they have the depth that comes in and it's like, okay, then it's impossible to stop that. So yeah, I think that's been a huge shift in, in the Bruins, at least this year. So yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that it keeps you know happening throughout the year and we can bring that into playoffs. You know? Yeah, it's always the hot start that you know you don't want to you know have a couple losses and yeah. they lose their confidence. But I mm-hmm. I don't see that team that happening to this team this year. They yeah. seem like they're playing with the utmost confidence. That's not going going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, and I think one of kind of a, a blessing in disguise. I think the time that Grizzly and McAvoy you know were out of the lineup. The Bruins could play someone like Connor Clifton mm-hmm. in a larger role, have him be able to play, you know, 20 plus minutes a night. And, you know, I think that's going to pay dividends down the road where sure. you get to the playoffs. He can be your third pair defenseman and he can be able to eat minutes. You know, I think you've seen the same thing from Derek Forbert when he's been healthy and in yep. the lineup yep. um, that the two of them have been able to eat minutes. And it's like, if you think about, you know, the part of the defense pairing that they're pairings that they're using now Grizzlick and McAvoy Lindholm and Carlo you know you can play Clifton and Forbert on your third pair in the playoffs and that could be a really good you know shutdown pair or whatever um yeah I'm a huge Clifton fan I think he's extremely underrated yeah and he has a lot he brings like a lot of great things to the table yeah he's an awesome skater is extremely physical for his size oh yeah um lays massive hits and he yeah. has offensive ability which yeah. is even the best that's just a little addition on to like i mean you're not expecting your third pairing defenseman to be someone who has mm-hmm. you know crazy offensive ability but he, he really does he does see the game um in an offensive way and he is able to facilitate the puck like he's a he is a good skater like he can he can move the puck off he can skate with the puck and actually make plays off the rush, which is kind of like, it's a huge thing to have, huge mm-hmm. asset on that third yeah. pairing. Yeah, and I also think, um, shoot, I kind of lost my train of thought with him, but um, yeah, I think that he has played at such a high level this year that, you know, he's in a contract year and it's making you think, okay, the Bruins really do need to re-sign him yeah. and, you know, he's making one, he's making a million dollars right now and it's like, the way that he's playing, you would think he should be making, you know, a considerable amount more, which, yep. you know, I think that that's their cap situation in the off season is something, you know, different conversation, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's a guy that's now playing at such a high level that, you know, I don't think there's any reason that you shouldn't re-sign him yeah. at this point. So, you know, he's been excellent. You know, I think that them being able to get some offensive production from the fourth line is just, 
you know, huge. You know, Felino's put some points in. Greer obviously has been has been good. You know, Nosek had a a point streak not too long ago that I think was the the longest in his career. I mean, not like you're expecting him to score 20 goals, but yeah. if he can <laughs> give you any type of offense, you know, you're going to take that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Greer's at a half a point per game right now, and mm-hmm. that's that is that's all you can ask. That's for. all. Yeah, you're not. I mean, expectations for you're looking at like a fourth line player usually being around like point three mm-hmm. per game, something like that. And yeah. So he's obviously overproducing right now, and yeah, he's been. You know, he's also a guy too. I I think the biggest thing with this lineup, like you said, I I, I don't know if this is going to happen this year or or. But I think that there's the ability where you see like Zaka can go up and down the lineup and be mm-hmm. perfectly fine. I think Greer is another guy who can go up and down the lineup. He's he's not like just that random you know fourth line plug who's kind of just going around banging bodies. Like he right. has that ability to mm-hmm. be able to be someone who can facilitate plays and make yeah. plays and you know work with skilled guys, work with some of the mm-hmm. better better players on the team. So yeah. it's just it's it's been so awesome to watch. I mean, I get I get texts from like a lot of you know a lot of my friends from hockey who aren't. Bruins fans necessarily, they're mm-hmm. you know they're from all over, and yeah. they text me and they're like, Bruins are so much fun to watch this year. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. It's, yeah. it's, it's extremely fun to watch really yeah. good hockey. So, yeah. so and they're yeah. playing co- the correct way. They're playing the right way. They play hard every night, mm-hmm. or mostly, mostly every night. Yeah. But they, but they, you know, they are very exciting. And when they when they've been clicking this year, it's like, oh my god, it is just yeah, it's poetry, poetry. It's yeah. Not to be cheesy or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it really is just like awesome yeah. hockey to watch. Yeah, and it's, you know, I know we've spent a good portion of this talking about kind of the guys that you wouldn't expect being able to produce mm-hmm. offensively, but, you know, the top guys have been unbelievable. You know, Pasternak's <laughs> tied for third in the league in yeah. scoring. You know, Bergeron's at a point per game, just recorded his 1,000th career point. Yeah. You know, Marchand is... He's over a point per game right now. Yeah, Marchand's yeah. missed... <laughs> you know, miss games, but he has 15 points in 11 games. Yeah. You know, and even McAvoy, you look at six games played, he has nine points. Yeah. You know, and Jake DeBrusque, DeBrusque's been excellent. Yeah. DeBrusque, me and him have had a rocky relationship over the years. <laughs> you know that, and it's like I've always, yeah. I've always said he's he's the type of guy when he wants to play, and he wants to play hard. He's one of the best. He's he's one of the most effective players mm-hmm. on the team, and it really and you can see that it's like you know he, he I feel like. We, I always talked about this. He'd have like this stretch of five games where he'd be unbelievable, and you're like, okay, this is a first round pick. This guy makes sense, and mm-hmm. this is like, to- and then he'd disappear. Yeah. And you're like, where, where is that guy? Where did he go? Mm-hmm. And this year, it's just like the consistency, and it is, yeah. it's just huge for him. And I, and it's, I don't know if it's the coaching change or, or maybe you know he feels a little bit more secure, and and that he's, I mean, it seems like he's gonna stay in Boston, and it seems yeah. like he wants to at least, you know, stay in Boston. Um, and he's it, that, that consistency, maybe being able to have that reassurance that he's going to be on this team, has just helped him immensely. And he's yeah. been he's been fantastic this year. Really yeah. has been fantastic. So yeah. he's none of those none of those stretches of games where you're like this guy is he, he's an AHL player. That, mm-hmm. I mean, that's you go from being like a guy who's yeah. like oh he could play top six to being he shouldn't even be in the NHL type of. Yeah. So th- this year it's been totally different. Yeah, you know, he's been excellent at even strength, excellent yep. on the power play. Yeah. He has seven power play points, mm-hmm. 63 shots on goal, which is second on the team. Yep. So, you know, he is playing at a really high level, and I think playing at a level that this is this is exactly what the Bruins expected from him when they drafted him or, you know, at times when he's been really good in the past. Yeah. Um, but I could, I mean, it's, I don't think it's, 
crazy to argue that he's playing the best hockey of his career. Yeah, um, for sure. So he's been great. You know, I think the kind of re-addition of David Krejci, if you will, has been great. Yeah. You know, he's he's scoring some goals now. <laughs> you know, he's at 14 points in 16 games. Yeah. You know, he's been great. You know, I think he's he's missed a couple games with injury, kind of. I think there was a period a couple of weeks ago where maybe he didn't look himself that he was battling something. Yeah. But he's been, you know, scoring some goals recently. Mm-hmm. Six goals. I think he has... I think he has three goals in his last two games or something like that. Yeah, I, I think um, let me get it right now. But also him back with like, you can see that it's it's giving him and I love him and Taylor Hall together. I think yeah. they're yeah. He's got he's at five points. He's got four goals in the last five games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. he's been obviously, you know, he's been noticeably, uh, obviously producing and noticeably mm-hmm. he's been impactful on the ice, but. Taylor Hall too. He's and I and I feel like <clears throat> like been overlooked a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, but he's been playing fantastic, and I'm just waiting for him to pop off. Yeah. You can see it. Like he's been making really great p- plays, and yeah. some and they haven't necessarily turned into goals or assists, but mm-hmm. uh, you know he's still obviously producing a good amount. Um, you know he's got 13 and nine and 19 games right now, so. Still, still, obviously producing, but he. I just can't wait till he pops off because he's yeah. playing great hockey too. He really yeah. is. Yeah, and I think that was kind of one of the, I guess, slight concerns when the Bruins made the trade for him a year and a half ago. That you know, obviously, we know what he can do talent-wise, but what else could he do on the ice? And I think that his turn, his trip to Boston, has turned him into a, an unbelievable all-around player. His two-way game is yeah very. I, I mean. You know, I, I think that, not that I wasn't familiar with Taylor Hall, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, everyone in the hockey world is going to know know who he is, mm-hmm. um, know how skilled he is. I mean, he won an MVP trophy, so yeah. he's obviously, yeah. obviously a very good hockey player, but right. his uh, two-way game was extremely underrated. I did know, not know he had that in his toolkit, and he mm-hmm. is, I mean, he's such a good skater, and he back-checks so hard and he makes so many plays back checking and then turning mm-hmm. the puck back up that's like the yeah. biggest that's what i see in him as like the biggest asset it's like he disrupts a lot of rushes going mm-hmm. you know uh from the other team and then turn is able to turn the puck up and attack right away off off of another mm-hmm. rush like he just is just a horse out there and he just yeah. goes back and forth and it's like he's it's wonderful watching him actually skate and make plays like that because that's really where it's like you know you have you know, some of these guys in the NHL who are who are fantastic skaters, but they just don't use it on, in the defensive aspect of the mm-hmm. game. And he just right. really does. Like, he really yeah. is a better skater than most people on the ice, and he, you know, uses it to disrupt plays, which is awesome. Yeah. So he's been great two-way forward, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. I think, you know, it's like you said, the Bruins have, you know, so much talent with, you know, Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak, Krejci, and you forget about a guy like Taylor Hall <laughs> who, you know, yes, like you said, also is one – an MVP, you know, is a guy that scored 93 points in a season. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the ability to be so dominant in your very top guys, but then to have someone else like that, you know, that can play with David Krejci. I mean, I think that's where he's most effective. Yeah, for sure. But I think the last couple of games he's played with Charlie Coyle, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's looked just as good. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think Coyle's a guy that's solid and I think does exactly what's expected and... I think with the ability that the Bruins have that they brought Krejci back, that he can kind of stabilize that second line. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie can now 
not be someone that has to go against the very best defenseman on the other yeah. team. He can kind of be able to use the matchups to his advantage. You know, playing against maybe the third pairing Ds for the other team. Um, yeah. And I think the third line center is exactly is just the perfect spot for him. Yeah, I think um, I think sometimes, especially last year, it was a little unfair that you know they kind of wanted to make him into that two C and mm-hmm. and you know not saying that he can't do that, but I think on a, a really uh, you know a better hockey team, I think that his the role that he plays best yep. would be a third line center. Yeah, you exactly. know, being someone who you can match up, you can play against the other team's top six. It's mm-hmm. he. I would never, I would never feel uncomfortable with him on the ice against right. the other team's top six, and then. You know, you can create better matchups for your top mm-hmm. for your top six guys. So he's been a valuable asset. And I think sometimes we always we always talk about his contract and or mm-hmm. I at least bring it up a yeah. lot. So I'm always you yeah. know, I think he's a little bit maybe a little bit of an, an overpay in, in some aspects of it, but um, you know, he's always been he's been solid to the for the Bruins since he's come in and he mm-hmm. plays a really great defensive game. Yeah. And great on faceoffs, you know, super mm-hmm. hard on the puck and and not overly physical, but you know, he uses his body to protect the puck really well. Yeah. Creates a lot of possession in the offensive zone mm-hmm. and that can lead to a lot of good things. It wears down their defensemen. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it makes their forwards have to um, you know, play a lot harder in the D zone and I think that sometimes that doesn't necessarily show up on the score sheet but mm-hmm. it helps out you know the other guys on the team and it, it, yeah. it makes get creates better matchups for them and it's mm-hmm. uh you know creates more possession for them builds confidence for the team so i think he's great yeah. for stuff like that and he's been yeah. you know again awesome this year very st- very consistent player so yeah you know he's been great yeah yeah you know like you said excellent in the face-off thought and is a, a valuable penalty killer as well yeah 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 you know the bruins don't have to feel like they have to throw Martian and Bergeron mm-hmm. out there all the time. Yeah. You know, you can throw Coyle out there. You can throw Nosek out there, and the two of them have been good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Killing penalties. Um, you know, I think, obviously, it's easy to sit here and talk about all the positives, you know, when you're 17-2. and two. Um, I will say that there, there have been maybe a couple guys that I would have liked to see more from. You know, Craig Smith is kind of one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's played yeah. 10 games, has kind of struggled to get going, but... You know, I think he's a great guy to have in the room, and I think that, you know, he's not someone that's going to sit and sulk. Yep. You know, he's going to do thing, do something that's going to be best for the team. Um, yep. I'd like to see him get into the lineup a little bit more frequently. Um, he has played 10 games, but, you know, I think he's a guy that still can contribute to this game, still contribute to this team. And, you know, have the ability to score some goals. Yeah, I, and I think right now, unfortunately, he kind of started off the year a little bit slower compared mm-hmm. to, you know, other people. And yeah, um, we haven't seen – he started, He came to the Bruins and started off so hot that it yeah. was like – that. It, I think expectations are a lot higher than what he is. I think sure. he's like a .36 per game type, mm-hmm. of, type of player. Always be on Nashville, he's a third-line yeah. player. And right. um, I think sometimes people kind of – expected him to be that uh, top six guy um, mm-hmm. and a little bit higher expectations than I guess yeah. is um, warranted for, for him. But, you know, it's always, I think that a lot of the Bruins, you know, a lot of, a lot of their success is coming from the locker room as well. It mm-hmm. seems like they have great chemistry. Oh uh, yeah. Tons of solid guys on the team. Yeah. And, and again, Craig Smith is, is an, he's an NHL veteran. Like he's a vet and he just knows how to, he knows hockey he knows how to play and mm-hmm. he knows how you know the right way to kind of conduct himself and i think those yeah. are always valuable just to have yeah. and it, you know a guy it keeps everyone in line like there's, yeah. 
there's not really any any players on this team that I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, they're going to pout. They're going to, I mean, we were talking about um, Riley and we were like, we were, you know, he's down in the AHL and it, he's still playing and he's still yeah. going out there and, and, you know, he's obviously not the ideal situation for him. I think he's an NHL player. Yeah. Um, but, he, you know, there's, and he's not necessarily in the locker room with the Bruins, but if he does get, if, you know, injuries happen, he gets called, whatever. Uh, he's a guy that I'm not even worried about coming up and, you know, distracting the team or making mm-hmm. any problems. Like, there's, it's just, a, you know, a great locker room in there. Yeah. And I think that, it seems like it's a great locker mm-hmm. room in there. And, you know, Craig Smith might not be producing um, as much as he'd like to, but, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be a guy that will co- will would ever cause a problem right. or anything like that. Yeah. Definitely would love to see him uh, in the lineup. I think he's a great player. He yeah. works extremely hard. And, Absolutely, and when he's yeah. playing And when he's playing well, he's an absolute pest on the ice and right. he's someone who is a great four checker and you know disrupts a lot of plays mm-hmm. and um you know so hopefully he can get back onto that um and you know he can he can maybe be someone who comes in and out of the lineup and can still be effective right uh at least and it's always valuable for come playoffs times because injuries happen so absolutely yeah hopefully keeping him around keeping him at least being able to play some games so you know, I, I see him. I see him. Hopefully, sticking around. I see him ho- definitely turning it around for his season. And you know, he's a he's a guy that will keep working towards that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like you said about the the locker room and the culture that the Bruins have. I mean, I think honestly, that's probably something that we've taken for granted all these years. Mm-hmm. That for sure, you know, Bergeron's been around. You know, Marchand's been here forever. Krejci too. Yeah. Despite missing last year, um, and I just think it's it's evident that you can see the chemistry on the ice. You can see yeah. guys getting excited for each other, yes. you know, through the, the goalie hugs and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everyone coming on the ice for Bergeron recording his yeah. thousandth point the other night. You know, it's just like it gives you a team that is so easy to root for because, you know, the chemistry is great. They're playing well and, you know, playing hard and doing everything that I think we expect them to do. Yep. Now I think, you know, 17-2 and two is, is crazy. I mean, I think if... They had lost some other games, lost more games. I would still feel this way. Yeah. Um, but it's like you know, seventeen and two. It almost is like video game type numbers. Yeah. The way that they're definitely piling up wins now. Definitely. They're not going to play like this all season. You know, you're not going to look at this team going seventy six and five the yeah. entire year. But yeah, I think it's just great to see them so playing so well out of the gate uh, this season. You know, they played nineteen games and you know, still a lot of games to go, but. You know they're still they're still performing, still finding ways to win. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like you said, it's definitely. I don't think that. I don't think that they're obviously going to stay on this streak. I think I said in the beginning uh, that it's impossible to play like that for yeah. an eighty-two game schedule. Right. But I don't see them losing games and it being you know really affecting uh, mm-hmm. their kind of you know kind of this this chemistry morale they have. Right. I see this being. A, a team that's going to keep, you know, keep winning these games, keep or at least keep battling back, and they're going to battle every night, so mm-hmm. I think they'll be good with that. Yeah, you know, and finding ways to win, and, you know, I think people might be uncomfortable with the rate that they're winning games, but it's like <laughs> they're doing they're doing all the things that are expected and, you know, playing hard, and, you know, look, I think as long as they're playing hard and doing the, doing the right things, I'm not really concerned about yeah. wins or losses, you yeah. know. Obviously, if the Bruins lose eight in a row, we'll sit here and be worried. But I think, you know, just the talent and the depth that they have, I don't really see, 
that they are going to really fall off very much. You know, I think as much as we would love for them to, you know, play as the best team in the league the whole season, you know, how it goes with the President's Trophy. So, (laughs) yeah, don't don't really want them winning that. I'm fine with second best team. Yeah, that would know. be that would be ideal. I think I'm fine with uh, with Vegas and yeah. Bruce Cassidy winning. Uh, yeah, presidents or trophy. the Devils. I'd love for the Devils. Yeah, they they well, would be great to. Devils have been fun to watch, but I don't know if they're going to be playing like this all season. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They're uh, they're definitely they're definitely a younger team. Yeah, and have some more. Their games are a lot yeah. more. Uh, I think. Yeah. kind of sporadic scoring yeah and, stuff like and that, i but. think you know make no mistake i still think that they absolutely could be a playoff team um i just don't think they're gonna keep winning games like now <laughs> get like a 20 game winning streak yeah i don't know if that but they they've been a fun te- fun team to watch you know as well as the bruins for sure i think i think right now too the i mean i i feel like i say this every single year and this could just be biased because i am a hockey fan but it really does there it's just like there's so many just great younger players coming to the into the league, and like you get some of these teams who are Absolutely. If, if this year. I would have never expected, um, you know, the starts from some of these teams. You have mm. Seattle, who's in. I think they're in a playoff spot yeah. right now, right? Yeah. 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 So it's just like there's there's been a mm-hmm. lot of, um, I guess, parity through the league, and yeah. and it's been a lot of younger players who are now taking the step where you're like, oh, mm. they're becoming, you know, bona fide NHL players and bona fide, yeah. you know. All, some of them all stars like you yeah. see, see like a Jesper Bratt type of guy yeah <laughs> just playing out of his mind yeah and uh, just super fun to watch it's awesome yeah. to watch so entertaining yeah so entertaining yeah you know it's great to great time to be a an, an NHL fan great time to be a Bruins fan um, you know I am curious about the Bruins going forward with you know how difficult their schedule is mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks you know got uh, Florida tonight, as we're recording on Wednesday, yeah, and then Carolina on Friday afternoon. I think that should be a Two really good tests, game. Yeah. Um, and then they'll play Tampa Bay next week, and that kind of is kind of the big games the Bruins will play within the conference. Then next month, Bruins will play uh, Vegas twice yeah. and Colorado twice. So I think that those games will be interesting. You know, I think all of these next eight games or whatever it is will be a great you know measuring stick yeah, to for sure. you know not say oh this is where the bruins are at but it'll be a good opportunity for them to play against good teams consistently yeah so we can see oh, okay how are they going to play against teams like this the rest of the season yeah for sure kind of see if they're you know they seem right now that it's kind of just the you know unbeatable team and and they seem just so dominant where <laughs> let's see if there's where there there's always holes on a on a team there's always going to be you know yeah. things that and so this is going to be a good test see where those things are and if i mean i don't necessarily think that they're going to have to address anything um and mm-hmm. i really don't see them you know i don't see them changing their style of hockey or, right. or anything like that but um i think it will be a good little measuring stick like you said just to see uh, how they're at um yeah, for sure, for sure. The next couple, it'll be fun to watch too. It'll oh be yeah, some really good games. Yeah, I love watching Florida. I really do. Yeah, I, love, I mean, Makachuk is. I know he's not. Yeah, the, he's, he's a fun guy to he's watch. A fun guy to he watch. is a fun yeah. guy to watch. Yeah, him and Brady are two very entertaining hockey players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do, and I, I think I said this on Monday. You know, expect some, uh, expect some kind of. Uh, like uh, grimy play for the yes. next couple of games. For sure. You know, there's a little bit of it in the Tampa game on Monday night. Expect some of it tonight. Expect some of it against Carolina um, as the Bruins try to 
you know, establish themselves yep. and be like, you know, we're not going to be pushed around. And honestly, that's one of the things I've loved about this team that, you know, they're not really taking any BS from anyone. Yeah. You know, guys are sticking up for each other, yep. throwing the gloves. You know, I think nothing was more clear when, you know, Pasternak got hit in that Vancouver game yep. and Nosa comes right over and, you know, drops the gloves, I think, for the first time in his career. I think that was his first time, And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that chemistry is definitely evident that they're not going to let anyone take runs at, you know, Pasternak or Marchand or whoever. Yep, and that's a that's a huge thing. And, I I mean, I've never been the type of guy who's like, you, you need a bunch of bruisers on the team and yeah. you need guys. But I've always been skill over, over you know, brute force. But yeah. It, you definitely need you need at mm. showing showing that you at least you know are gonna stick up for each other that you're not gonna take it is definitely something in hockey that makes it like the other team's trying to you know that's what they're gonna do they're gonna try yeah. to beat on your best players and mm-hmm. by showing that you're not gonna take it it's like all right well that strategy's out the window and they have right. to actually play hockey and, and beat them you know in a, in a in in a more correct way I guess so, yeah or in a skill way yeah, yeah skill yeah. way yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know if anyone's gonna outskill the Bruins right now so mm-hmm. I, there's not a not a lot of teams are gonna be able to do that so yeah so I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's good that these guys are sticking up for each other it yeah. shows it just again shows that the locker room is tight mm-hmm. it shows that these guys like each other uh, yeah. and you know they're gonna play for each other which is yeah. that's how you win hockey games yeah yeah, yeah it's been fun to watch. You know, Greer and Felino specifically, you know, kind of getting into some scrums recently. You know, obviously you're not going to see any really crazy consistent stuff really till the playoffs, but it is always kind of fun to see little scrums like that and, yeah. you know, guys, you know, face washing each other and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like sometimes we've seen these Bruins teams who. You know, I, I don't necessarily, again, don't necessarily think that they need to have a bunch of goons on their team. Yeah. Ever. But I think you've seen some of the, the team, the teams in the past few years where, it, especially the middle of the season, it seemed like they were just uninterested. And mm. it was almost like, you know, those things, those like scrums, those things weren't, you know, it in was their, kind of, yeah, in there, it was, in they wanted DNA. nothing to do with it. Yeah. They didn't want to play like that at all. And it's mm-hmm. like, they would kind of back down a little bit. And yeah. now it's like, exactly like you said, like they're not backing down and mm-hmm. they're not being pushed around and it's like okay well these guys are engaged in the game every single yeah. night they're engaged they're mm-hmm. they're gonna play hard they're gonna play the right way so yeah you know there's nothing there's really nothing more you could ask for for the yeah. team for right now yeah and yeah. i think you know we've talked a lot about the forwards and the defense and you know there's not really a whole lot to talk about with the goaltending because yeah. you know all has been unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable yeah you know i think leads the league in goals against average is yeah. tied to the league lead in safe percentage yeah i think leads the league in wins so he's been great you know i think I've been kind of talking about this recently that, you know, I would like Swayman to get some more games because I think I have a concern that Olmark might, you know, be tired out by the middle of the season Mm -hmm. if he's playing at this rate. You know, he's not really played at this rate ever in his career. So, you know, I would hope that it kind of evens out a little bit more with Swayman now back healthy. I believe that he's starting tonight against Florida. So, you know, I think I want to see him get some more games. So, he can get into a rhythm as well um, so that it's not just, you know, Allmark that's playing at a great yeah. level. You want to have two goalies that are playing at a great level too. Um, I mean, you've seen, like, the, the goalie tandems, teams that do really well in the playoffs, they always have the goalie tandems that are, you mm. know, they always have a, a backup that's, or, you know, it's a, it's nice to have a 1A and 1B yeah, type of situation. Absolutely. And right now Allmark's kind of ran away with it at least for, 
who the starter is, and I think mm-hmm. last year is a little bit more of a question, but yeah. for sure, getting Swayman in the mix, um, he's still a young kid, and he's, I mean, obviously not the start to the season that he would probably like, especially with, like, the injuries and whatnot, but yeah. definitely getting him in there, it's a long season, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to play this way the, in the entire year, it's almost impossible, yeah. so yeah. having a guy that can, you know, having another guy that can come in and, you know, be a change of the scenery if things need to be changed a little bit for game to game situation. So, yeah. definitely would love to see him in there a little bit more. Yeah, build some confidence for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the goalie hugs. I'm sure everyone does. <laughs> you know, those are yeah. like the that's literally the best part of the games where it's like, oh, they're gonna win. Oh yeah, we're gonna see it's a goalie, goalie hug. hug. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, it's just I, I love those two guys. Yeah, they're the awesome. way that they, you know, fight for each other, and it's you know indicative of the whole team. It really you is. Know? So, that's been great to watch. Um, I mean, any other any other thoughts you got about this team? Um, well, I, I mean, we've talked about so much depth in there, and then Providence has been doing great too. So yeah, oh I yeah, mean, I don't, I think they're in the top of the league, right? I in believe so. Right yeah, they might be number. One, I think that actually. they might be. Yeah. So I mean, it's just going to show that. It seems like it's been contagious, uh, just running through this like the organization, this mm-hmm. confidence, and and kind of you know getting back to like playing this proper way and, and yeah. winning. Like winning is really contagious, so mm-hmm. it's been great to see like everyone succeeding, everyone playing hard, everyone producing, and yeah. you know I just I hope uh, I I don't see them falling. I don't see them you know this this ending anytime soon. So knock yeah. on some wood, but yeah. I really I really do. It's been great watching this this team play. So yeah. Yeah, you know, I think it's one of the things we've talked about off air that, you know, the Bruins are playing at such a high level and, you know, Providence is playing at such a high level that the Bruins don't really have a need to call anyone up. That, yeah. you know, everyone is kind of doing doing really well, doing what doing what's expected. And then you have guys in Providence that are doing well. And I think there are some guys down there that are really um, assimilating well to, like, the American game and yeah. being able to play in the AHL, you know, someone yeah. like Lysel, who I think a lot of people were like, oh, he could have started the year on the Bruins. Well, you know, you look at how they played through 19 games, I don't think he's going to play I this don't, season. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, unless there's, you know, a game at the end of the year that maybe you get him into. But, yeah. you know, it's not like they've ran into some issues with injuries or someone not playing well, and you're like, oh, my God, they might need to call him up. Yeah. You know, if they're playing so well that I think – you know, geez, maybe they call him up come playoff time. Exactly. If they they have a... that option. They, which yeah. is, it's always better to have a, more options than mm-hmm. less. So having, you know, a, a, it seems like Providence has been doing well mm-hmm. and having that ability to call yeah. up guys. I mean, talk about Merkulov too. Who's mm-hmm. my, my guy? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's, a, he's yeah. an unbelievable player. Another great – that was a great off uh, um, free agent signing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, having that ability mm-hmm. to, you know, you've definitely got some depth down there as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, if anything, you know, run into injuries or anything, you mm-hmm. have that ability to be able to right. call some guys up. So it's been great. Yeah. And who knows, you know, maybe he gives you a Tyler Sagan type effect in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, got a long, long way to go, long but way. Yeah. it's been a great start. And, uh, Sean, it's been great having you on. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It's been awesome. Yeah, talking. absolutely. And. You've been doing a little hockey playing yourself, doing a little playing for uh, what the GW club team. Yeah, so I yeah. I switched switched from the NCAA to the uh, to the club hockey yeah. lifestyle, and it's been yeah. uh, it's been fun, very good, very uh, definitely good to 
definitely love of the game in that yeah. <laughs> in the club hockey world so yeah playing for that so it's been awesome yeah. that's great to see all right uh thanks for coming on sean and i'm sure we'll we'll get you on at some other point yeah thank Talk you thank you again. appreciate it yeah absolutely all right everyone uh, have a happy thing or hope you've had a happy thanksgiving and we'll talk to you next week